Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And Logical, we are in some salubrious surrounds this evening, um, sitting up in here in your hotel room in the Crown Palladium because you have received an invite and getting ready to go to and prepare for the AFL Hall of Fame dinner. That's Can you cor- believe that? That's correct, Mug. That's I'm unbelievable. Put, I'm putting the suit on as we speak. So he, uh, he gave me a call last night and said, Mug, I've booked a hotel room. I've been invited to the AFL Hall of Fame and I've got to go. And uh, well, I tell you what, that's probably the... Apart from, I guess, AFL Grand Final, Brownlow and AFL, that, that's probably the third hottest ticket on the AFL calendar for the whole year, would you say? Oh, I think the prelims are still ahead of the... Uh... Prelim? You'd have prelim in <laughs> front of There's a few that. ahead of it. But, <laughs> but mate, what a, what a thing to get invited to. Yeah, you must yeah. be looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's Simon Black is apparently the chat that he's going to be inducted tonight. I'm hoping so, because I'd love to, love to see. Um, I think Plugger got inducted last year, who's one I would have liked to see. But yeah. Um, yeah, and I think his speech was really good. Um, but, you know, I've had some dealings with Simon Black in the past, so it'd be good if he gets inducted tonight. Um, yeah, awesome. I don't have much much other intel about who's getting inducted or what's happening tonight. But no, great stuff, good. mate. Well, that's a, a fair feather in your cap to even get invited to that, because I yeah, believe good it's... man, Tony Woods. Yeah, he's, he's, man. Uh, he's got you along there. Yeah. And um, it's only... Uh, well, AFL royalty that gets invited along. So uh, yourself being uh, in around the traps for a long time, um, fantastic to uh, that you actually go into that event. So I wish we were doing something a little bit more sinister up in your hotel room here, but uh, we're just doing this podcast. So uh, we'll uh, we'll get this out and make it happen. Let's. Um, what caught your eye over oh, the weekend? Round eleven. I learned a bit. You I'll, got going into round I eleven. I don't know whether right, I start man. with the AFL or I start with the fact that I learned that you were now a cricket expert. <laughs> Tweeting out cricket tips. The, wow. the, the palms are too short. Well, that that bit you in the face pretty quickly, didn't it? Well, no, no. Lay the palms for the uh, for the final. For the so, final. I thought you meant that night. No, no. no. Lay lay the palms uh, for the World Cup for the uh, for the championship. I just, yeah, I didn't realize you were a cricket expert. So no, that's um, it's good to know now. So uh, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a cricket. I wouldn't say I'm an AFL expert either. But uh, but no, I take a bit of an interest in the cricket, as you know. Um, but uh, just felt the uh, the palms are probably too short, and not sure that they've done anything ever. In championship cricket to warrant them being uh, that short in that market and the and the tracks look very flat as well I thought the Poms may have an advantage over there with the slow mo- uh, slow low moving seeming uh, pitches but it doesn't really appear that that's the case over there but anyway we're not here to talk about cricket logical we're here to talk about AFL oh, yes and I learnt that the flat track Eagles are back they love they? the flat track and they haven't done it for a while they, they, they probably shouldn't have even been in that game at half time but when they got going they just they tore Western Bulldogs apart, um, so they're back. Um, what else they learned? Carlton, the bubbles burst at Carlton. Um, Ooh, they were, they're eating themselves down there. They were pretty putrid. On um, as as the listeners probably know, I uh, well, I, I I ended up bailing out one unit on that bet, but um, I still had had an interest in the Blues, so I watched that game pretty closely and. My goodness, they were not chasing. They were not trying to smother. They weren't. They weren't doing any of the hard things, which had all the hallmarks of uh, of something not good down there at uh, Carlton. And I actually, uh, we had a little bit of uh, inside information that Bolton might be in a bit of trouble uh, yeah. in the middle of the week last week. Uh, sources close to sources uh, yeah. passed on some information to us that said that uh, Bolton wouldn't see two weeks, which is poor. Poor that that's being discussed before it's even happened um well it probably not... shows you a little bit about where carlton's at i suppose yeah. yep. um not not a, not 
probably hasn't been a great organization for a long time. Um, so they're in a bit of trouble down there. So hopefully for their sake, they can uh, they can sort it out with their next, uh, next appointment. What else caught your eye? Uh, what else caught my eye? Um, pies aren't going as well as we thought. Um, and um, uh, yeah, and Brisbane are probably better than better than I thought at the start of the season. And they've you've had to change your opinion. They've, on they've them. continued to play well. They're not yeah. killing it, but they're going they're going well. People are saying, "Why not?" Yeah, okay. Why not? And they uh, gave your Hawks a big head start and um, and really uh, came over the top. They did, didn't they? A couple and... early couple early crows from you over the weekend. Um, uh, one was on the uh, <laughs> that the crows were gone, and one was that the hawks are flying. And um, well, I say I, I messaged that to you, going, "Gee, my hawks are uh, going all right here," and then they got touched up. By, that was about a fifty-point swing, and uh, and also tweeted out about um, Adelaide. I, I was I'd walked away from that one. I'd, I'd changed the channel. I'd uh, I'd flicked over in disgust about how bad Adelaide were going, but I forgot they were playing Melbourne. I, I think that was what I forgot. And uh, if anyone could lose a game from that position, it was definitely Melbourne. Uh, shocking from them. Yeah, so I think um, I suppose we may as well lead in now to bad beats, and that's that's got to be the bad beat of the weekend. I think uh, those that did back the D's, um, you know, not only have you given up a thirty odd point lead, you've also had a shot late in the game. Two shots. Two they, shots. They had, two yeah. shots late in the game to, you know, to, to win your bet. <laughs> yeah. um, not tough shots. Um, so if you had back the Ds, you would be pretty filthy. So feel for you there, even though, uh, you know, I think uh, yourself was on the Crows there and um, we stayed off the Ds. But, yeah, I do feel punters pain there. Yeah, well, uh, I think that was probably the first, uh, probably apart from the Richmond 40-plus against Melbourne from early in the year when Rioli snapped one with about two seconds to go, I think it was. Um, that's probably the first bit of luck we've had for the year, so I'll, I'll take that. Um, yep. we've, we've probably been on the end of a, a few bad beats ourselves, so uh, I guess you, you win and you lose some, so we'll definitely definitely take that one. Did you want to continue there with a little bit more? Oh, the bad beats. The only other one, it wasn't really a bad beat, but it was a great finish to the match to the Frio beating Collingwood. Um, I don't think you would have felt too unlucky had you backed Collingwood. I think uh, Frio were, were were the rightful winners there. Um, and, um, you know, great to see Walters doing, getting that done again, clutch player and really good finish to the game. But, you know, I, I, I suppose people that did have Collingwood in their multis or so might be a bit disappointed. But, um, yeah, they were the two for the weekend. Well, I think Bucks even said it after the game, didn't he, that they didn't really deserve to win that game and they felt as though Freo were the rightful winner despite uh, the different stuff that went on. So yep. um, I, I definitely concur with that one. Now, did you just want to uh, wrap up betting review uh, from last week? I tweeted it out so people know, but I, you know, we'd like to be transparent here with the stuff that we tipped up earlier in the week compared to what we put out on Twitter um, versus how we finished up. So, yeah, so last week I tipped up Brisbane minus four and a half. Um, and the Gold Coast plus 49.5, so that's one-on-one one there. Uh, I said market watch West Coast. They didn't get into the down. I thought the dogs might get backed, which didn't occur. Yep. Um, so, so you didn't end up taking that one yourself? No, no. Well, you, and, the, and the viewers couldn't on, on the back of what I was tipping there. Yep. So, um, and, then, um, and then I think uh, on the barefoot, you tweeted out that... Uh, for the Tigers minus. I yeah, I, I, yeah, I sent out about the Tigers. I sent out about the West Coast as well because uh, yep. I backed both of those. Um, I backed Adelaide, but I lost. On, oh, I got the GC halftime. Um, yeah, that was a very good shout. Yeah, the halftime um, plus. And it, it's, you know, once again, they just fell away late. So, yeah. Yep. I had a little bit on the GC full as well, so missed on that one, missed on the Tigers and missed on the Blues. So, 
It's been a bit of a, uh, a flat uh, couple of weeks uh, for, for or probably for both of us. Um, and it, there's one shame about tonight's uh, podcast, um, Logical, is that we couldn't ask the boys from Maris College to come in and give us a rev up, rev up to see if they can really get us going like they did up in Brisbane. Yeah, uh, so yeah I did see. Bit, bit small here in the, uh, in the hotel studio, to, in the hotel uh, room here to get those boys in, but... Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. Geez, we might have to get those guys in to give us a rev up at three-quarter time just to get see if we can get some winning bets going. I think going. that was Charlie Cameron's old school, wasn't yeah, it? I yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Yep. Um, all right, mate, are we ready to get into some games? Uh, well, we're just going to touch on a few little promo things okay. to start with. Fire and, away. Um, and, uh, and then we'll get into the games. Okay. Okay, so logically, you wanted to talk about some promos that are uh, out there at the moment. Yeah, we're continuing on the theme of your being you being the cricket expert. I thought I'd just touch on a good one. For, I know we are primarily an AFL um, uh, podcast, but um, with the cricket, the World Cup on at the moment, there's a good promo going with Top Sport. Okay, um, they've got um, one of their specials. It's called the Savior, um, and you uh, you can pick the team to win the match at their match odds, and they also give you the choice to select someone from the opposite side to win man of the match as a free hit. So, for example, in tonight's match, you can pick Sri Lanka to win the match at $1.85, but you also get Rashid Khan to win man of the match as a free hit. So you're getting getting that sort of probably if... if Hedge um, a bit a little bit. Well, if Sri Lanka don't win the match, yeah, Rashid Khan's plays for Afghanistan, yeah. then he's probably about a $7 shot to win man of the match there. So you're sort of getting 14% value on top of that head-to-head. So... If you were to back that in every every game, you're on you're on really good value, and you you, you come out on top. You're expected okay. to win money on that one. That is a good one. Um, I think early on the year we talked about some of the AFL promos. Um, I thought that um, I might just clarify that with promos, when you're looking at them, probably the best value is uh, a promo paid out in cash. Is is that's your number one because it's not only absolute money back, it's payout yep. in cash. Then your next best is probably paid out in bonus bets. Then your next bet is money back in cash. And then the next bet is money back in bonus bets. So um, I think there's still some, uh, we looked at it at the start, there's still some really good promos going around. I think uh, well, sports bet are still doing 12 up, paid out in cash. Yeah, points bet still doing their um, two goals up. Two goals up. Yep. So with both of those, backing the outsiders is this huge value. Like I think you expected. So if you had a hundred dollars, had a hundred dollars on your points bet, on say a four dollar shot, you'd be expecting to get like one hundred and fifty dollars back from that hundred dollars. So um, and I think very similar with sports bet as well. So they're they're great value. Um, uh, bet bet three six five is still doing thirty up paid out in cash. Um, now that's not as good value as the twenty four up last year. Um, and a, and a three six five. Um are they doing that for all games of the round, or have they copied uh, copycatted sports bet and points bet and just gone the Friday Saturday games? Uh, all games of the round, I, th- I believe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, still, right. yeah. Well, that's. But it's it's sort of like your your twenty four up might be around your ten percent chance, thirty up I think is around your seven or eight, yeah, or seven or six percent chance. So small value there, still backing that, even if you're taking out the book, bookmakers margin. Well, you might as well if it's a, if you can still get a good price or close to price, you might as well take the promo. Yep. Yeah. So if you can if you see something you like, bet three six five head to head, it's still better than taking it a, a slightly a table. slightly better price at the table or, or on Betfair or whatever. Um, a tab are doing six up at any break, which is very generous, but it's only money back up to fifty dollars, and so you, you you get money back. That's still 
like when you place that bonus bet or it's money back as a bonus bet when you when you place that bonus bet you don't get the stake so yep. that reduces the value of it so it's still probably um slightly uh in your favor but not as generous as the other ones um so they're probably the big the big ones out there then there's a first goal scorer with uh crown bet and with ladbrokes um and possibly using those it's probably not as value good value as the other ones but the way the 666 is this year and at the start of the match, these key forwards are probably kicking the first goal more often than the others. So they're probably still, if you want to go to the game and have, a, have an interest, you get a Ladbrokes boost or a chase, chase the goal at, crown bet, um, at bet easy, then they're, they're still worth worth a bet. So Excellent. Well, um, um, good to check in, uh, I guess, with some of those promos mid-year and just see, see where they're at. And uh, I guess, as we always say to the punters, shop around because... The different companies are running different promotions. They're running different prices. Always shop around to uh, to get the best possible promo and price. And and by that way, if everyone does that, we can keep, um, I guess, keep sort of challenging the bookies to keep coming up with these things yeah. if that's where the market goes, for yeah. sure. And if any of the listeners have any more, you know, specific questions they want to know or um, anything they want to ask us about promos, then please do and we'll, we'll break it down even further Um so yeah no worries alright well awesome logical thanks for the insight on what's happening out in the promos are you ready for some games let's do it let's do it okay game one we're at the MCG for the big clash this is going to be a good one uh, I know you're going to this one logical Richmond Tigers hosting Geelong Cats Richmond Tigers $2.40 and the Geelong Cats are $1.60 making the Cats a 9.5 point favourite. So this one opened up around about the 11.5. It's trimmed back up to the 9.5. Talk to us, Logical. What is going on there? I don't know. It's gone back the other way. We haven't seen that, have we? The Tigers have been back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen that all season, have we? Uh, yeah. It's been going the other way. But um, what do you see here, mate? What do you, how do you make this one? Oh, I think I'll be going along to this game and just enjoying it. Uh, the, the prices look about right. Um, I used to, you know, this is, I said earlier on that I've, um, Brisbane, have, I've now come around and I like the way they're playing. It's probably taken me about three years to come around and, and converted to the Cats. And I think the Cats, they got, you know, they didn't, weren't amazing on the weekend, but they're playing really well. They get Gary Ablett back. Tomahawk didn't get rubbed out. Um, Tigers have still got a few injury issues. Uh, at the MCG, which helps Richmond. So that's the, the sort of case for Richmond. So putting all that together, and I rate Geelong a better side than, than Richmond, and I'll be, there'll be no bet for me there. Yeah, I've got pretty much the same thing written down here. I want to be on the Cats, um, but um, not at that line. That's that's what I thought it should be. Um, so can't be getting involved in that. Um I was actually uh, talking to someone at work today and said if you want to if you want to have have a, a go at the cats at maybe at the current prices not such a bad thing for 40 plus out of all of the Richmond defeats this year they've been around that 40 point mark so when the Tigers have been getting beaten uh, they actually have been getting beaten quite solidly so perhaps that's a, that's a play um, but uh, unless the the market comes right into to the cats which I don't see it doing um, I can't be having a bet here either yep we turn our attention to Saturday, and the first game up is the Carlton Blues taking on the Brisbane Lions. Carlton Blues $3, Brisbane Lions $1.40, making the Lions a 17.5 points uh, favourite at Marvel Stadium. What's happening here, Logical? It's an interesting one. Uh, new coach, uh, second time this year, which is very rare. 
Uh, well, it's rare season. these days, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it, does, it hasn't really happened um, much in the last couple of years, but they've they've lost patience down at the uh, probably I think down a, at Icon. I think a different situation to the North Melbourne, mm. where the players look to be not playing for Bolton. They look to be a bit flat, and um, you don't really the, the the new coach could actually give them something. Whereas, whereas the Kangas, I thought, still were going okay, and Scott hadn't lost the players, but here. The changes could be for the better, um, but it could be for the worse as well. Um, I rate I rate Brisbane a much better side than Carlton at the moment, and they do play better at uh, Marvel, and Carlton probably better at the MCG than Marvel, so this doesn't suit them. But in saying all that, uh, I could probably only be on Brisbane, but I don't want to be on him in this game at 16.5. So, again, uh, no bet for me. Carlton to get a few back as well. Simpson, McGovern maybe, Thomas if they want to. So, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't think Bolton would, based on some information that we had, I didn't think Bolton would get sacked after this game. Uh, I thought and expected him to get the sack after this game. So I wanted to be on Brisbane, um, knowing and watching how they played on the weekend, thinking if they don't sack him this week, there's every chance that they serve that up again this week. Because these things filter into the player group. You know, the players aren't stupid. They know what's going on behind closed door. They know the coach is dead man walking. So I really wanted to be on Brisbane. But now that they've gone and done it, um, yeah, just it, like I said, I guess for the, for last week with the North one, too many unknowns don't, don't want to be on this one. So we'll just have to pass it on this one. Yep. Twilight on the Gold Coast. It's the Gold Coast Suns taking on the Kangas up at Metricon at 4.35 on Saturday. $3.30 the Gold Coast. And North Melbourne now a strong favourite. $1.33 making them 21.5 point favourite. Um, yeah, well, the Kangas have been pretty good uh, last couple of weeks. They've uh, they've gone okay. And um, the Gold Coast have started to tail off a bit, haven't they, in the last, uh, last little bit. So... That line of 21 and a half, um, I don't know, Kangas probably in the past haven't really been a team that goes out and flogs teams. Um, but uh, I can't really be on either party here. Um, I thought that would probably be about the line, and it is. Um, so not a lot of interest in this one, unfortunately for me, logical. Uh, are you seeing something different? Are you seeing something that I don't see? And can you find any value in, in this one for yourself and the listeners? Well, yeah, like as you said, um, the Kangas are going a lot better, but it's still they're still on the road. Um, Gold Coast might get a couple back. I think Harbrow and maybe Miller might come back in for them. There's a bit of weather around there, I think, so it could be wet. Okay, okay. Um, I think uh, the bomb's saying like two to eight mils um, on Saturday or three to ten mils. So, um, you know, like if you like, think that that brings it a bit closer together. I think your theory last week of back in Gold Coast in first halves, you've got to take that on board the way they've been going. They've been really good, really competitive, and they just can't hang in games. Um, you know, so I'd be putting up uh, probably if you can find a, a first half line um, or just even... I think a slight value just on the line um, uh, at the plus 21 and a half. So uh, I'll be putting up a unit on that. Okay, there it is. Either the halftime or full-time line in this in this game. Okay, good, mate. So uh, so there's the um, – we haven't had a bet yet, have we? No, that's the uh, the first one for the round. Yep. Uh, Logicals uh, putting up the Gold Coast there um, at the half if you can find it. So they, they – you probably struggle to get – 
complete half of the twenty-one and a half, won't you? Like you won't yeah. get you won't get eleven points or yeah, it'd be more like be less nine or ten. 10. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you can find something around there, uh, might be a bit of a uh, bit of value uh, with that one. Saturday night over at Adelaide Oval, the Crows are hosting the Giants. The Crows. Uh, have come in to $2.15 now, and the Giants are $1.73, and the line is five and a half. So my early lean on this one was towards the Giants, um, just Giants flying, Adelaide not going great. Um, but it's since come to hand uh, that there's a going to be a bit of player movement, and I think also, too, the fact that Adelaide haven't ruled out Sloan yet is affecting the market, too. Um I'm pretty sure it's been published today that Whitfield is out. Is yep. that been published? Yep. yep. So Whitfield is out. And we've also had some information from our uh, insider, the obnoxious one, that Toby Green uh, won't be playing. So Toby Green won't be playing this week, which uh, is big news. Um, so I've, I've pulled out of that uh, two-unit bet. Logical on the Giants. Two units, wow. Yeah, I was, I was, I, goes I, whack. I felt pretty good. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not having uh, five grand a unit like yourself, or uh, <laughs> but um, but I felt pretty good about that bet now. But Whitfield out, a green out, potentially Crouch back in. Started to just reconsider, and if I still like the Giants, I just want to mar- market watch that because I actually feel that market's going to move significantly now anyway. So I'll, I'm just going to keep my powder dry. What are you seeing on this one? Because I think it differs to me. Yeah, GWS still going really well. Um, we've spoken about how that they've separated from the rest of the comp, them Collingwood, Geelong, and now even West Coast. Um, uh, but losing Whitfield, losing Green, uh, Zach Williams maybe not not playing, um, and then you go to Adelaide. It's not easy to win. Adelaide got some confidence, I'm sure, after last week's win. They get crouched oh, back. They were pretty bad. Gets crouched back. They come over the top of Melbourne. Mm. They get Jenkins back in a bit of form. Eddie was in cracking form late. How good's Eddie to watch? Love by the Eddie. Way. Love just, Eddie. Just great late. Um, and if Sloan plays as well, um, yeah, I'm I'm going for the Crows here, and I'm I'm putting up a unit um, on the Crows head to head two thirty uh, or plus seven and a half, whatever you takes your fancy. But but yeah, I'd say. One unit. So we've head, moved. Crows we've, head to head. we've moved a little bit there. That market's moved into about two fifteen uh, to five and a half. Uh, we're still tipping that up. At the yeah, I think there's some. If you shop, there's still two thirty. Okay. But I still would be at the two fifteen and the five and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. some some good confidence there with uh, logical on the Adelaide Crows. Um, what about if Sloan doesn't come up? You still okay with that? That tip up, or are you on the basis that that Sloan does come up? No. Well, that's that's. I'm tipping that up. Um, knowing that there is a risk, okay. um, but should he not, it probably does move, mm-hmm. and so then probably still is a bit a bet, but yeah. Yep. Okay. Knowing what I know, knowing that Crouch plays, um, Jacobs plays, and, and Sloan's probably 50-50 or a little bit better, um, and the player's out, oh yeah. You're having a crack? Okay. Yep. All right, well, I'm out of my uh, Giants bet. Market watch for the mugs, so stay tuned. I'll put that out on Twitter, If uh, and this might be the first time all year that we've actually betted head to head if uh if i if i do decide to take the giants the mere fact that you're taking the crows does scare me off a little bit <laughs> but um but that's uh well i'll have more of a think about that and come back to the listeners on game day uh should i decide to go with the giants sunday 3:20. uh you don't get that time slot up 
up in the uh, Harbour City too often anymore. But Sydney Swans on Sunday afternoon are taking on the West Coast Eagles. The Swans, two twenty versus Eagles, $1.70. West Coast Eagles are a six-and-a-half-point favourite up here. Uh, logical Swans have been pretty good last yeah. th- last last three weeks. Exactly. They're, they're going okay, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely um, beat me to it. They, they were um, narrowly beaten by the Pies, I think, um, and then they were... They beat the Kangas, and then on the weekend, when I thought they were going to get blown away, better than expectation, they weren't they? Hung, they hung in really well late, and even late on the game, they sort of had they they were dominating the game. Um, and early opening prices this week, I quite liked them. Um, West Coast uh, seemed back in form. It's funny that Darling kicked a whole lot of goals when they were flat tracking the Eagles, isn't it? He, that's that's not like Darling, is it? <laughs> Plays like uh, Tarzan at home and Jane away. Um, well, you don't think he's going to show up in Sydney? Well, you know, I just you know, well, he's, he's a bit of a flat tracker, but um, he, go, he goes missing at the G. Does he go missing at the SCG? Or? <laughs> well, I don't know, but um, yeah, I was I was quite keen on the eleven and a half at the start of the week, but that's basically moved into where I make it now. Um, and I'll tell you um, what that is, logical. Uh, we've gone from 11.5 at the start of the week with, I can only assume, news of Shannon Hearn into 6.5. That is the Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week right it there. It certainly is. Andrew Clark, go down and see him. He's the uh, the best back fixer in Melbourne, so go and see him. He's great. Um, yeah, so like 5.5 where it is now, um, there's no bet for me. I was keen on Sydney at the start of the week. Yeah, um, okay. And um, and just based on that, I think that market's moving way too much. And uh, if that continues, if we can get to some, uh, if, if that keeps going for whatever reason, models are coming in on the Sydney or uh, the punters like the Swans at home. Um, I think the Eagles have started to get their game back. Good wins in Adelaide. Uh, a good flat tracking of the, uh, the doggies um, in Perth. Uh, if that can get something close to Pickham, um, I'll be having a head-to-head on yeah. the West Coast. I don't know whether it moves any further, but yeah. Okay. yeah. I, also, one thing when I liked that 11.5 was probably because of uh, Kennedy. I thought Kennedy was back as well, and he's not quite back either. So well, On West Coast, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure I saw some... Um, was it, or was that on... Uh, that might have been on the GWS. Some brief $1.78 on Betfair. So there might on, on Betfair, there might be some handy prices floating around come game day. So definitely market watch for the mug on West Coast on that one. For you, no, bet. no betting. Okay. No bet. And the last game of the round, it's on the Queen's Birthday Monday. Uh, a much-anticipated game. The Maggies are taking on the Melbourne Demons at the home of football at the MCG. The Maggies are $1.40 and uh, the Melbourne Demons are $3, uh, making them a 17.5 point favourite. That line has moved a little bit. I tweeted out um, uh, about Tagoe. I, I thought Tagoe had some concerns, but I must have got that uh, got my wires crossed there because I haven't been able to pick up anything since I, I, I made that comment. Yeah, you did cause a little bit of confusion yeah, there. Yeah, sorry about Mark. that. Um, so uh, so he, he apparently is fine, um, 17 and a half. I like the pies. I, I have a feeling that that market, and I don't know if Logical, you can f- confirm this, that it may even move a little bit in a, a little bit. But I like the pies. I want to be on the pies. I think the Ds are woeful. Um, so I haven't pressed the button yet, but just uh, market watch on this. What do you think's happening in this market, Logical? I... Uh... I think I've been with you most of this year and saying that Melbourne stink and haven't been that keen on Melbourne. Yep. But I'm keen on these here. Really? You're keen um, on them? Collingwood, there's a, there's, a, there's a question mark on Grundy. Their forward line is not functioning well. Uh, the Demons get back May and maybe Lever. I'd put May up forward even. They've got, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty flush for tall backs. Um, 
and they could get a couple others back. Um, potentially a bit wet. Um, you know, uh, Collingwood haven't. They lost to Frio. They're not going as well. Um, at the plus seventeen and a half. I think it's not that big a gap. A few of the injuries. Yeah, I'm putting up, putting up a bet. Uh, I put one unit on the uh, plus seventeen and a half, and one unit at the head to head. I mean, half a unit at the head to head there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so we we're basically opposed in. Uh, well, we. I like the Giants, I like the Eagles, and I like the uh, the Pies. You like the opposite. You like the Crows, you like the Swans, and uh, you like the Demons. So um, I haven't pulled the trigger on any of those yet, but um, but keen to see where those markets go. I don't know. The Pies, after a loss, um, I just think they're going to be steamed up. And uh, Well, you get the free hit that Grundy doesn't play. He's well, so key. Yeah, for, that, that for, is for, true. For, so you, if, you, if you do like the Pies, you couldn't be backing them until you knew Grundy was yep. playing. Um if you do like the D's, you get a free hit now that you're backing them. The market it may even move that way a bit. Um, so yeah, if if you like the mug and like the pies, definitely don't wait till wait yeah, till. Yeah, well, I've, I've got that written down here. Pies, but hold. Uh, ideally, looking for that market to move in uh, quite a bit. Um, but um, but I still like the pies over. Uh, good. I just think the the D's must be so dispirited, um, and uh, and I think the pies. Will be uh, angry, um, but, uh, but but Grundy is a he is a key player. So let's uh, let's for the mug just have a little look at that one. The logical is in, so we might uh, just roll straight into some betting review. Uh, logical for six yep. games because that's it. We're done, and you've got to put your suit on and get downstairs. Split round. I got to suit on. You got to get to Bali. You got to go sun yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, uh, the next podcast we do will actually be from Bali, so uh, yeah. So we'll get over there. We'll do that. Um, but betting review. Uh, you go first, mate. What have you got? Uh, Gold Coast plus or first half plus if you can find a decent one. Um, Crows head to head for me for a unit, um, and Melbourne one unit at the plus and half a unit head to head. Yeah, okay. And I haven't uh, pulled the trigger on any, but um, but I just wanted a, a market watch on those last three games. The West Coast, uh, if that moves, uh, Giants and um, and the Pies. So stay tuned. I'll get those out on Twitter if I, when, it, when and if I do pull the trigger on those ones. Uh, but we might be head-to-head uh, this week, Logical. Pulling the trigger from Bali. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Well, um, hope uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um Thanks for uh, for listening and tuning in. Thanks for all your feedback on Twitter at Barefoot Punter One. Um, but until next time, uh, gamble responsibly. But more importantly, gamble to win.